Welcome to Victorious Living. God has a land for you. God has a place for you. God has a successful life waiting for you, but you gotta do something in order for it to come into your life, amen. If the 12 spies had a, had a, had a failed or, or refused to go and spy out the land, they never would have tasted of those grapes. But they received an instruction, they got up and went about obeying the instruction and found out that the land was flowing with milk and honey and took back samples of the figs and of the grapes and it took two men to carry the cluster of grapes back and that's the kind of uh, Canaan land that God had for his children. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan starts part three of his series, Keys to Kingdom Living. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us keys to kingdom living. Another key component is to develop a fear-free life. So Paul speaks of death. He doesn't necessarily speak of physical death, but he speaks of death to, the, to an individual, literally or actually or figuratively as a metaphor as things opposed to God. Paul speaks of death and uh, as, as are, they are both physical death and it could be death in other areas as well. Death being those things that are resistant to God. Fear creates a losing mentality that negatively affect the fruit of the spirit in a Christian's life. All of these are, are just filled with keys and we can read over them and we can forget them. We can read over them again next week and forget them. But in this case of keys to a successful life, we must take the keys because those keys opens the doors that we need to pass through. Another key is to develop a lifestyle of faithfulness. Colossians chapter one, verse two, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you. Now watch what it says, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me make a statement to you. Grace follows those who are faithful. Grace follows those who are faithful. Amen. And the abilities of God are set into motion through faithfulness. Another component is to eliminate excuses. Excuses will justify your present environment. Do it, it'll do it every time. Okay, Numbers chapter 13, verses 26 through 28. You say, well, I don't need to hear that because I'm not, I'm not, in, uh, I'm not in that. I'm not doing that. I'm not, uh, I've been on this way a long, long time. Well, sometimes we deceive ourselves. Amen. And we think ourselves uh, as though we could never be in that place or position. Number, numbers 13, verses 26 through 28. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron. 
and to tell all the congregation of the children of Israel. This is the 12 spies that were sent out to spy out the uh, land of Canaan or the, the, uh, the land that God intended for uh, the Israelites uh, to inherit. So that's, that's uh, he sent, they sent the uh, spies out and then they went and they came. They came back to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel and the, in, unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them, unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. It was so fruitful, it took two people to carry a cluster of grapes. Amen. Now we buy a cluster, a, a cluster of grapes at the groceries, and we can pick them up with one hand. Yeah. You, didn't, you don't, didn't do the grapes of that day like that. The land was overflowing and running with milk and honey. God has a land for you. God has a place for you. God has a successful life waiting for you, but you got to do something in order for it to come into your life. Amen. If the 12 spies had, a, had, a, had a failed or, or refused to go and spy out the land, they never would have tasted of those grapes. But they received an instruction they got up and went about obeying the instruction and found out that the land was flowing with milk and honey and took back samples of the figs and of the grapes and it took two men to carry the cluster of grapes back and that's the kind of uh, Canaan land that God had for his children. God's got better things for you than even you have today. He really does, amen. So you can't be settled for a hamburger we can have a steak. Amen. Let me say that again. Don't, be, don't, don't settle for a hamburger when you can have a steak. When you can have a porterhouse. Amen. I don't know. I know. Brother Hagin always ate porterhouse steak, but anyway. And so, and they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel under the wilderness of Paran and to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, we came unto the land that uh, whither, where, where you sent us and surely it flows with milk and honey and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, here comes Mr. Nevertheless into the, into the crowd. Here comes Mr. Nevertheless into the heads and the minds of the people. And you may be saying, I can't do that because, because is one of those enemies that creeps into your thinking. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can be who God says you can be. You can do what God says you can do. Got to get up and do something though. Hallelujah, you got to serve. You got to do what's right there in front of you and let God bring you to that place that he may have called you to. How many of you understanding that this morning? And they said to him, we came unto the land where you sent us and surely the land is just like you said it was and the grapes and the honey and the figs and all of the fruit of the land are just like you said they were and we know God you told us that this is the land that you've given to us but, a big old but got right in the way, yes, amen. Yes, and it was, they were using it for an excuse, amen. 
but we can't go over there where you told us you'd give it to the land you told us you'd, uh, you had given to us. And so we can't go over there because something is in the way. Well, listen, folks, if you're waiting for everything to get out of your way before you do anything, you're going to be sitting right where we're at uh, next week, next, next, whenever. We're going to be sitting because when God gives us a promise, we've got to get up and go to it. When God gives us a promise, we've got to pray about it. We've got to know about it. We've got to do those things that are connected together with it. But we've got to get up and do something. Amen. And we've got to do what's set right out in front of us, even though we don't want to do it because we feel like we're not called to do it. Your call will be enhanced and revealed through your faithfulness to do what's set right in front of you. And God will bring it to pass. There'll be no wind, no storm. There'll be no giants that was in the land. There'll be nothing that can stop you when you make a decision. I want what God has for me. I want to have what God has for me. I want to be what God has made me to be. I want to operate in what God wants me to operate in. You got to make a choice. You got to make a decision and quit thinking just because you sit on a church pew, it's going to drop in your lap. It's not going to do it, folks. They had to get up. They had to go somewhere. They had to go do something. They had to go some, somewhere. And nevertheless, look at verse 28 again. Nevertheless, they said, we saw everything that God has said. And we know that God has given us this land. And we know that the, the giants are there, so we can't get in there because of the giants. Listen, there is no giant too big for God. There is no obstacle too big for God. There's nothing that Satan can put in our way that's too big for God. God is more than able to get up and say, I'm going to go. I'm going to do a amen and always surround it and soak it in prayer so that you don't get out there on your own. Making sure that the Holy Spirit is there working with you. And so they brought it back. Verse 28, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Enoch that was the, uh, that was the giants in the land and they were enemies to Israel. And so what did they say? We can't do it because there's something in front of us that's keeping us from doing it. Listen, God was bigger than the giants. That God was bigger than the problem. God was bigger than the obstacle. God was bigger and is bigger and always will be bigger than anything that you'll face in life because you can do what God told you to do when you make a choice and you make steps toward it. You can be who God God says you can be and you can do what God says you can do and you can have what God says you can have. It's just how bad do you want it and how bad do you want to follow or how much do you want to follow the keys or the instructions that are set before you. If you get up and say, I'm going toward what God has blessed me with or God has promised to me, I'm going to go. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to sit down. I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm going to go to what God has prepared prepared for me. I'm going to have it. I'm going to enjoy it. I've got to make the decision and then I got to make a choice to get up and I got to make a choice to go and, in, and take the inheritance that God has already given to us through Christ Jesus. Uh, and I got to 
stand up in the devil's face and I got to say, devil, you are no match for the great power of God that's on the inside of me. You're no, you're no match for the will of God. You're no match. When I get up and start moving toward possessing what God has already blessed me with. But these people, when they saw the giants who were the enemies to Israel, when they saw the giants, uh, then 10 of them said, we can't do it, but thank God there was two in the crowd. Hallelujah. You'll always find some naysayers in the crowd. There'll be naysayers everywhere you go, every time you stand, every time you testify, every time you preach, every time you shout, there'll be some naysayers among you. But guess what? There were two that were not naysayers. And what did they say? No, no, no. They're, that's true. What you're saying is true. Those people like that are over there. But let me tell you something. We be well able. Caleb stood up. Joshua stood up and said, we know they're there. We know that they are resistant and re resistant in us but another thing we know that God has promised it to us uh, and God will make the way for us we got to get up and go toward the promised land we got to get up and go toward God has spoken out of his mouth uh, that he has blessed us with and we got to take a hold of that thing and say Satan I'm not turning loose uh, till I walk in the fulfillment uh, of what you have promised to me and I'm going to do what's right in front of me uh, until you bring it to pass in my life and I thank you Father I'm going to be faithful and I'm going to reach that place where I have what you say I can have can you shout amen on that can you thank God on that hallelujah there's something that we do it's our hope that today's message keys to kingdom living has ministered to you we invite you to come visit us at our website victoriousliving.org there you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 15. Today's special offer is 15. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.